3: Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream that I would change the thing, thing.
2: This is the Rich Eisen Show. His first Super Bowl was the 9-11 Super Bowl.
3: Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I'll tell you what Tom Brady just did gives me goosebumps. The Rich
4: Eisen Show.
2: Brady goes out there and wins the Super Bowl. Earlier on the show, Bucks
3: Sports Rules Analyst Mike Pereira. Tampa Bay
2: Times Bucks writer Rick Stroud. Coming up, your phone calls, latest news, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed it is. Hour three of the Rich Eisen Show live on the Roku channel here on the Thursday before Super Bowl week. We are taking this show on the road next week in Arizona. We're going to be in the Super Bowl experience in the downtown Phoenix Convention Center Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of next week. Our guest list is Chef's Kiss. I could not be more excited uh, about next week on this program, especially since it'll be the first show from the big game ever streamed uh, on this wonderful platform, uh, Roku and the Roku channel that we call our home and have since September and hope to call as our home for a very long time on the Rich Eisen Show. We're free every single day between 12 and 3 Eastern time, and we are going to show everybody who might be new to this program because you're watching us on the Roku platform, on all roku devices select samsung smart tvs amazon fire tvs the roku app or the roku channel.com. you're watching us for free you might be new to us this is when we really um i'll say it when we shine this is when we this is when we do our we do our work it, it's kind of a, a hangout show for all three hours Slow who's down. at the super bowl Slow they down. just come and just hang and sometimes we have guests merging and uh, guest gridlock which i love just we it, we have two chairs we've got multiple microphones it's mike del tufo going crazy trying to make sure everybody is all mic'd up and heard and it, it's just it's a lot of moving parts and we're all excited we've done it for so many years through our previous partners um and uh excited to do it for the roku channel next week um and uh, and you at 844-204-RICH being the number to dial uh, great chat with rick stroud of the tampa bay times yes uh, last hour talking about what the Bucks are going to do at quarterback, and he gave the old shrug emoji, do not know. Do not know. Last time the Bucks made the Super Bowl, as we all know, it was against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, and it was his uh, it was his foot in that game that we were all wondering if it was healthy enough, right? It was the old foot. And his problem that night is his offensive line was banged up coming into that game, and so was his foot. And his protection, and it wasn't looking good at all. Certainly, when you got Vita Vea and Andama and Sue, and all those guys coming at you. Yep. You know, Shack Barrett, my goodness, coming right at you. Levante David, Devin White, oh my goodness, and um, and the Chiefs fixed their offensive line right then and there in that following off season, and then it was the back end that kind of got exploited uh, in. Um, in the AFC Championship game by Joe Burrow in the second half of that game. And boom, Brett Veach is like, we're going to fix the back end. We got a back end, we got the trenches handled, and now they're back in the Super Bowl. And uh, now it's about Mahomes' ankle. It's a little higher up from the foot. Mahomes spoke today. Oh. And as you know, we are all over ankle coverage. <laughs> Last week, if you were surprised, by how Mahomes played on that ankle in the AFC championship game, you were, this is your bad, your fault. You are not taking in this program. We were on it. The it being the way he stood on his ankle at the podium riser on the Wednesday of championship week. We noticed how he took the steps, the mini steps down the riser. We were like, okay, it looks pretty good. And then the next day when he stepped off that riser without using the steps, just one step off the riser, no hitching his giddy up. We're like he's good. GTG, good to go. And look what happened. Made the Super Bowl. So we're on it.
1: And if uh, it was a BP, a Bengals problem.
2: Oh yes, it was a BP. It was a it, it was a a, a a TP, a VP, a their problem. Uh, <laughs> but see so here it is now Thursday before Super Bowl week. His first Patrick Mahomes and his attached ankle media availability. How's the ankle? Did he take a step back? Oh, yeah. Step when ahead. he got hurt in the third quarter of that game, tie game. Hobbling
4: around old yeah. Old jumpy
2: jumpy. Was that a step back? Cause he's taking step forwards. Now is it a step back? Here's his answer.
5: No, I don't think so. Um, I just was generally sore. I think from the game and it was a physical game. I mean, my whole body was a little sore. So, uh, I don't think I had any step backwards or anything like that. I know like re-aggravation of the ankle, um, just uh, the general the little bit of pain I had playing with it. Uh, but other than that, I feel like I'm in a good spot.
4: There you go. All right, good spot.
1: Look, that's great, but, but I need, what I need to see video. No, you need to.
2: See- <laughs> I need to see him walk off to fully assess. Situation. I think I, I. I don't think anybody in the media is doing that anymore. Well, we are. We're not there otherwise we'd do it that's true i just wonder is like henry winkler flying out there to give him a <laughs> give him like a, a, a little calf massage mr miyagi like that yeah miyagi do karate i don't know i think i think that was a couple years after night shift he wasn't in that film but you know pat morita was in happy days so there is some yeah, sort of yeah, kevin bacon yeah, yeah. connecting Ooh. in the dots we're doing here all right. How oh. Ankle's fine. 844-204-RICH, <laughs> yeah, number fine. to dial <laughs> here on the Rich Eisen Show. We've been asking all day, what sports day would you relive like Groundhog Day? And the way that we're asking that, sure, you'd like to relive the excitement of the day, the beauty of the day, the, the warmth of the day. But also, it's like the film that's airing over and over again today. Kind of like us on Channel 210 on the Roku Channel is that we <laughs> want you to potentially step in, try and change something because you're bored with the monotony of reliving the day and then maybe you get angry. You drive angry. Don't drive into the quarry.
4: Don't drive angry.
2: Eight four four two oh four. rich is the number to know. First in, first up on this, Aaron in Wisconsin. You're on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Aaron?
5: Hey, guys. Uh, Kyle, first things first. First, my, first things uh, first. Uh, I don't
2: mean to interrupt you. You're not yep. Rogers, are you? nope not roger okay very good all right Aaron in wisconsin Um,
5: but this is the kyle pitts eat
2: my sweatshirt guy hey what's up man kyle pitts eat my (laughs) now i said i would eat i would eat your sweatshirt if you're not are you uh, you, calling are you you, you're a truck driver right are you a driver
5: Um, i i'm a food delivery driver. food
2: delivery driver and you and I, you you once upon a time called in to say that Kyle Trask would be chosen number one overall, and I said I love the guy, but if they if if, if that happened, I would eat the sweatshirt that you were driving food around in. Right? Is that is that correct? Uh,
5: sort uh, almost. It's Kyle Pitts going to the Niners instead of Trey Lance.
2: There that's, it was.
5: Uh, yep, that's got it. Luck, so. Okay, so. Um. So good my to moment is uh game seven uh, Cubs Cleveland World Series. Um. I uh, was six years old when I was at an arcade and brought my little Cubs plastic hat um, back to the table and told my dad how happy I was. And he said, no, you need to go get a different one. They're never going to win. And uh, my teenage uh, childhood sweetheart uh, was breaking up with me when the Cubs were, were uh, blowing up the N- NLCS against the Marlins in L3. And so, uh, yeah, it was a, a nice moment to finally see him come through and win.
3: So
2: hold a minute. Are you saying during the Bartman moment your high school sweetheart was breaking up with you? Is that
5: what you're saying? Yeah, my Yeah, my mom was my mom was yelling at me because she's like, You're gonna regret it if they win this game and you're spending time on the phone with that girl.
4: <laughs> your mom was right. Always listen to your mom. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
2: Oh my goodness. All right. Thanks for the call, Aaron. Greatly appreciate it. <laughs> Hang up the phone from your high school sweetheart and pay attention to the game," says Aaron's mom.
4: I got broken His phone up. Phone calls with are once. some of the
2: most amazing phone calls. Yeah. I'm sorry. What in were,
4: 2004, in the middle of watching P.T.I., and I thought that was going to ruin P.T.I. for me forever.
2: Five bad minutes. <laughs> Is that what it was? I still watch it. The rundown. The yeah. rundown was girl rundown breaking up with you. Up. What was it? What was yeah, it? 04. In 2004.
4: Bad. January of oh <laughs> four. I still watch PTI twenty years later.
2: By the way, why not? It works. It works. Same Breakout. guy still doing it. Uh, Chris in Redding, California, where I got my TV start. What's up, Chris?
0: Hey, Rich. How's it going,
2: man? How's it going? How old are you, Chris? I am forty-five. Okay, so wait a minute. If you're forty-five, let's do the math. I was in Redding in ninety-four to ninety-five. So you yeah. would, so you you would have been in your twenties, huh?
0: No, I was in high school. I was at okay. the uh, I was at the newly minted Foothill High School, ah. playing playing football for the Cougars.
2: Did I cover your team?
0: You You may have, yeah, for Channel Seven there. Yeah.
2: Channel Seven R. I might have been out there with my three quarter inch camera and my big huge ass coaxial cable <laughs> attached to the deck over my left shoulder, making sure that was- the exploits of Chris in Redding, California, made my eleven o'clock sportscast. Did you score a touchdown, Chris?
0: Um, my my uh, sophomore year as junior varsity against Central Valley High School. Central. I, a, uh-huh. I was a defensive lineman. I caught a deflected pass from the quarterback. He got hit. I caught it out of the air and returned it for a touchdown. Yes, I did.
2: Central Valley. Is that in Cottonwood? Is that where that is? In Central Valley? That's, or?
0: Uh, well, it's known as Shasta Lake City now. That's it's right. Just north of Reading. Just
2: north of Reading. That's Central Valley. Okay, very good. Uh, what what do you got there, Chris?
0: So, you know, being from Redding, I'm a Northern California sports fan and yes. if I could go back and change, I have two for you. Um, I could change I would want to change the Kirk Gibson home run off of Dennis Eckersley as a as a young man that pretty much tore my heart out. No, I, I mean it, here's,
2: here's a difference here, uh Chris. It's not back to the future where you can change the future. You could, you could try to disrupt it for a, for a day, but it, it, it still happens the next day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. But you could do it once, I guess. You could run out there and tell Eckersley, don't throw it there. You could do that, I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean, the other one was going to be the uh, Charles Woodson hit on Tom Brady, the tuck rule.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Thanks for the call, Chris. Say hi, everybody up there in the North State. There you go. Central Valley, my gosh, I my first. Here's one I won't relive. I told you the story about my first day on the job in Redding. Did I tell you this story? First day I'm on the job in Redding, California. Okay, so that that equipment that I had, this camera. Mm-hmm. This camera, I would, and it was this huge coaxial cable that attached to a three-quarter inch deck, a tape equipment. that you'd put yep. in with two huge batteries like this big. Heavy. You'd shove them in bricks. there, and it was this brick. They were bricks. Heavy. They were huge. Okay, and it would attach to in this deck that you put the cable in to attach to the back of the camera. <laughs> it was in this, you know, uh, um, conveyance that you'd have this strap and it'd be hanging by. The, um, it was very unwieldy, and so i 've never done this before in my life. <laughs> never had this i so i I grabbed the equipment that my predecessor had put away in a, clo- in, a in a drawer in a closet that hadn 't been used for like three weeks. I grabbed tape two tapes, and then I grabbed uh two extra batteries and kept the ones in in the machine and i ran and I drove off to Cottonwood, California, about a half an hour drive away and the White Ford escort with the Spirit of the North State 7R logo emblazoned on the side. So everybody who went to this high school playoff football game knew exactly who was on the scene covering <laughs> And there I was because it was my first day on the job in a, a sport coat and a tie because I had to do a halftime stand-up. My job was to shoot the first game, second half highlights, do a stand-up with the coaches for this, the last game. Wow. Okay, And that would be a live shot. There was a live truck there and everything. And then I would have to shoot the highlights of the of the uh, uh, second game, and then go back and edit it all together and go on the air and do it live. Oh my God, my head was spinning.
1: So <laughs> well, here I, was this again,
2: 1994. Okay. So I show up, and I'm going to I'm going to uh, figure out how to work this machine equipment. I finally get it straight. It's like the third quarter of 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 the game, and. I look down at my machine and the battery lights are blinking like right off the bat because the guy with my predecessor didn't charge charge him. And I had that. So I'm like, okay, I got two batteries in the trunk of the car. So I go back to the trunk of the car and I got my keys and I open the trunk of the car and I grab the batteries, close the trunk. And I think to myself, okay, I should probably get the second tape too, right? Because if the batteries are out, I should grab the tape. I go to grab the, t- go to open the trunk. For the- can't, can't find, a key. can't find the keys. Where are
1: the, the keys?
2: They're in the trunk of the car.
0: <laughs>
2: Locked it out. So then I look at the, the live truck that's going to be there to do the in-between game interview live truck. So I'm going to go, I'll ask that guy for, you know, help, you know, to maybe does he have a spare key or at least batteries. I got to get the batteries. He drives off. He, <laughs> couldn't, he couldn't get a signal and didn't even tell me the new guy from New York. Go after yourself. Out. <laughs> See ya. Out. See ya. I'm now alone and I'm freaking out. And these sweet people in Cottonwood, California, they come up to me and they say the, the seven hour guy, mm. the, the local guy like, hey, you need help? I'm like, yeah, I've lost. I've lost my, my keys. I think they're in the trunk of the car. Do you have a Slim Jim? Mike, you know what a Slim Jim is, right? Yes. Yes. It's this piece of metal, no, this it's thin it's piece it's of it's metal that you could slip in, in and in. open the car and I'd Butter. hit and I'd hit the. I'd hit the the uh, the, 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 the trunk, trunk button trunk. and open the trunk, and everything would be safe. Yep. These sweet people thought I meant beef jerky. <sighs> no. They're like they had no idea what I was talking about. Oh, I got this piece shit. of milk when you So here I am trying to <laughs> trying to open the trunk of the car with my. Fingertips, like rip it open. It's really, my <laughs> first day of my job. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get fired. I'm gonna get fired. I came all the way out here. I finally was starting my career. I'm gonna get fired on day one because I'm blowing. I'm not getting any highlights. The live shot truck just went away. I don't even know where the hell I am. There's no ways. There's no ways. There's no nothing. To
4: print out nothing. Nothing.
2: There's zero. Nineteen ninety four. There's nothing. Thomas weren't even around. I got nothing except batteries that are dead, a car that's locked, and I am pitting. I I am like freaking. you're in a sport jacket. Out. And these sweet people are now trying to like lift the car up and whatever. <laughs> so I just say, screw it. I just gotta what, get what at, least, at least, at least, exactly. at least I'm gonna get these highlights with the two percent of batteries that's left. And I picked up the the pack that had my deck in it, and underneath that were the car keys. Oh, (laughs) and everybody was lifting the car up. It was like the needle ripping off the record, looking right down and right up at me like you are an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You are an idiot. So sure enough, I open up the trunk, Mm. grab everything I need, and I got done whatever I needed to get done and wound up, you know, not losing my job. Mm. But smash cut to about a year or so later, I, I got Hired by ESPN by Sports Center, and that was actually a headline in the local Reading Record Searchlight sports section. That I was hired by ESPN. Yeah, and I went to another event at this high school in Cottonwood, and a couple of people who were helping me with the car on that day came up to me and like saw the headline. Hopefully, uh, you'll keep your keys in your pocket when you go to ESPN. Won't want to relive that day, Groundhog Day. Yeah, I understand that. That's Mm-mm. a lot of pressure. That, right oh my God! That was the first day of my TV job. That's
1: a little butterfly effect, too. If that had gone wrong, that will directly affect oh, everyone yeah, the in this door? room's life, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like,
2: I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't have fired me either way. But good lord, welcome to being a TV broadcaster. Day one of my job. It can only get better after. In Reading. In Reading. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll take more of your phone calls on the day that you'd want to relive. Um, And LeBron plays tonight. Let's talk about him because he's the GOAT now on the clock, I think, now that Brady's retired. Talking about end of career. That's coming up. 844 204 Rich, number to dial. Back here on The Rich Eisen Show at the Rich Eisen Show Desk, powered by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. LeBron playing tonight? Fresh off his triple double at Madison Square
4: Garden. I don't know. Right? Off that
2: foot that he couldn't play on in Brooklyn the night before. I guess he's just like, I'll, if it's back to back, I am not missing Madison Square Garden. And, 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 And he came off the the night of rest and triple-doubled. And I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what, man. (laughs) Let me tell you what, man. The way that the Lakers played that night with LeBron and Anthony Davis and Russ, who, by the way, got to give it up to Russell Westbrook, coming into the season, it was like no way, no how could he work here in Los Angeles with Davis and LeBron. Certainly not coming off the bench. And Ham has kept him coming off the bench. He finishes the games anyway. You know? He's finishing anyway. And he may... I mean, does he win six men of the year right now as we're sitting here week before, two weeks before All-Star yeah, break?
1: That's a good
2: question. I mean... He's still triple-doubling and double-doubling his head off. He's averaging 16, 6, and 8. And he is finishing games. He is finishing. And the question about these Lakers has been, who's going to finish? As much as you're talking about starting it, who's starting? you got to have five guys that the coach goes, this is how we're finishing. That's it. We're closing. we got to close out here, certainly on the road, certainly if it's a tough road opponent when you're home. Who's closing it out? And in Madison Square Garden, it was Russ, Anthony Davis, LeBron, Dennis Schroeder, and the new star of the Los Angeles Lakers, Rui Hachimura. This guy can shoot threes, block shots, run the floor, rebound. That was a hell of a pickup, man. Everyone's like, okay, Kendrick Nunn and a whole bunch of twos, so what? I don't know. I mean... He could change the dynamic here. I, perhaps, you know. You, I know this is, all, this is all perhaps and ifs and buts, but this guy can. I mean, what does LeBron need? LeBron needs someone to spot up, shoot the three. LeBron needs someone to run the floor, and LeBron needs somebody underneath the basket to block a shot. That's not him coming from behind and block. It's, he, he needs he needs that sort of assistance. And this kid doesn't. Though? <laughs> this kid. Well, I mean, the way that he plays. The whole idea is like, who are the shooters for LeBron? Who's it? This guy could be one, and he's also tall enough. He's a big
1: dude. You know, Rich, you said something that I, I don't think gets talked about enough. We and I thought this back when I was in elementary school. You said, "Who's finishing the game?" And I feel like so much emphasis is put on who's starting, who's starting in the right. All Star game, right. who's starting. The fact of the matter is, you're right. When the game is close. You need your five best on the floor to actually win the
2: game. Like- and the Lakers didn't have a, have that combination. They don't have it. I think Ham has been searching for it. For sure. And this kid has kind of given him a solidifying presence on that front. Because who have they been closing games with, really? It's been Bryant. Every Lonker. now and then. Lonnie Walker. I know that, but... Lon- At his bad. time. Lonnie, Lonnie Walker. Walker played well for a while. He could say that's my five on the floor. They well, certainly Reeves, closed it
4: out in the garden. Reeves has been hurt, and he was out there, right. too. True. So,
2: I don't know. I, I, and, and LeBron now, he's 89 shy of breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time points record. He's mm-hmm. going to do it. He's got tonight's game in Indianapolis, right? And then yep, he's, yeah. there's another one on the road against New Orleans... And then a home game against Oklahoma City.
4: Yeah, back-to-back home games against OKC and Milwaukee.
2: Well, the question is, you know, I don't know if he plays the back-to-back, but, I mean, obviously Milwaukee would be the most, uh, I guess, fitting team to do it against
1: if you're breaking Kareem's record. Good one. So Also a team that you'd want to see him play against just because
4: of the the honest I
1: know, but... So
2: maybe they game it out in a way where he misses a game. So the 89th point comes on that night against Milwaukee with Kareem in the building, the two teams. Yeah, no back-to-back. That Kareem no, played No back-to-backs. For. They're
4: all every other day. Okay. Actually, he's got the two days off between uh, right. at New Orleans and home for OKC on the 7th.
2: Because with Brady gone now, this is the guy who's on the clock in terms of an all-time great who's at the top of every single damn record for his... Sport, how's his career going to end? How's he going to look? Is he, how long does he want to play? If he keeps playing like this, how could he quit? How could he leave? What else is there for him to do? I mean, it's kind of the same with all due respect to Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers is not at the top of the leaderboard in every metric by which your position in the sport is measured, like LeBron. I mean... And the, he's on that clock now, man. And what he's doing right now is Brady-like stuff. I mean, triple doubling in since, Madison Square. Since he
4: turned uh, 38 at the end of uh, last month, he's, crazy. he's averaging 35 a game. It's
2: insane.
1: Yeah, he really is. He's
2: Brings as good, good as lot. ever. He's as good as ever. His team might not be, but he's as good as ever. And I hope he makes the playoffs this year, man. Uh it, it it this league is so much better with him playing games that matter, whether you love him or hate him or for some reason hate to love on uh, you know, love to hate on him. People do. It's um, fine. you know, but but I I hope he makes it. And I'll tell you I'll tell you what. They they they're they're right there. I mean, what are they uh four losses out of fourth place? I mean, it's not much room between the middle of the playoff pack. Yeah, the West is in all, the West. The West
4: is really jammed together. So, uh, Sacramento's 29 and 21. They're in the three spot. How good are they? The Lakers are 24 and 28. So five wins between three and 13th. So they're all kind of like you say, They're all kind of like.
1: But there's nine teams in between
4: there too. That's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. The middle is really you know all together in the West. There's so
2: only like, one with LeBron. A good, good two week
4: stretch, and suddenly you can go from out. To being, uh, hosting a playoff series. That's why, you know... Or out to
2: further out. That's why when your arm gets slapped in Boston and you, you miss it, you go crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I think yourself. his reaction was a little too over a the top. A little over the but top. But the fact of the matter is he had every right to be upset. And you're right, these
2: games matter, well, and And those guys, we didn't talk about it Monday because this happened on Championship Weekend. It, it, they were clearly still livid about it, and and it looked like they were preoccupied by it in overtime, b- uh, which they, by the way, they they started behind in before it even started because Pat Beverly brought a camera out, which
4: was pretty funny to show. <laughs> so, by the, the way, official, was that was just, a- <laughs> here's, here's a digital yeah.
2: frame of how you just blew the call.
4: Immediate right. tea. <laughs> you expect
1: uh, you expect something like that from a football player.
2: The only, right, you, the only thing more provocative to do to an official is to is to go like this, hand him a pair of glasses. Right, <laughs> right, right. Do by, you way, need that- these, by the way, or worse, do you need these to look at the camera? <laughs> I'm showing you the still photographing of you blowing the call. And then it yeah.
4: was Pat Bev was just even better. Yeah, And that, that was a,
2: that, that was <laughs> a hanging Lord. in the
1: Louvre type moment it with him with funny. the camera. That's Joe Horn pulling up a cell phone. Yeah, that's T.O. on the star. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. everything. Yeah. That's, you know, Sharpie out the sock. That's, you know, that's just one of those moments.
2: So LeBron, this is it now, right? Brady's gone. It's now LeBron.
4: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, with now with Serena, reti- you know, retired right. last you know, year, and
1: Federer looks like his uh, he's on his way right. out. You know, well, same thing when the
4: doll's been kind of injured, and uh, Djokovic just won his twenty second major. At we also the Aussies,
1: so. also have uh, Ovechkin though. He's there. You go closing in on a record that I think no one thought would ever be touched. He's closing in on Wayne Gretzky's scoring record and
4: goals. You he know scored. goals. Yeah. No, you know his. his I think. Just, I, <laughs> think I think. I think
1: Gretzky's points. Uh, record
2: breaking of Gordy Howe is the birth of my he got it call by the way he got it, it was a when I was in grad school mm-hmm. while I'm going down memory lane and get back to your phone calls in a 2nd four two zero four rich while I was <laughs> I was in grad school at the Medill School of Journalism hoping to get a job like the one that I damn near blew on the first day like I told you at the top of this hour i'm living with my fraternity brothers in dc because the last three months of the michigan the medill school of journalism northwestern school of journalism school was in washington dc i needed a place to crash just for a quarter and these guys lived in a spot in dc so i crashed in a room there while i went to school at northwestern and it was the night i think gretzky was breaking gordie howe's points record and it was on espn the game was on espn and we're all watching it and my buddy uh, dave money satlin i'll call you out money he's dead asleep on the couch like cut cutting z's to the point where we can't hardly hear i believe gary thorne's call on espn and um and uh gretzky shoots he scores we all erupt because mm-hmm. the record's broken and um you know money just wakes up from his deep slumber focuses on the screen and goes he got it and rolled right over (laughs) and went back to sleep on the couch. And that was like our (laughs) phrase that we used in the house for the rest of the semester, which is like, you got the dinner tonight. I got it. You're going to get the, uh, you get in the garbage. I got it. I'll take it out. Like that's how we would use that to the point where at the end of the, my time there in Northwestern, I said, if I make it, Two sports center, mm-hmm. my goal is to make it there through this whole process of going back to school. If I reach my goal, I will use this as a catchphrase. That's awesome, man. And, he... Got it. and now I'm using it calling football games. That's dope. When they split the upright, at least once a game, I'm doing it. Mooch sometimes beats me to it. He
4: likes it, too. He got it. (laughs) That's awesome. That's one of my favorite stats, though. If Wayne Gretzky never scored a a goal, he'd still be the all-time points leader. (sighs) Ridiculous. It's just like if Hank Aaron never hit a home run, he'd still have 3,000 hits. Right.
1: You know, it's the, funny. A lot of the dumb stuff I say here, same thing, goes back to like you know the varsity thing that you guys hate. My friends from college have been hating that much longer than than you. Well, you, it's because you, you're you arrogant have. about the Cowboys. It's not that's that we not, hate. Yeah, yeah. No. When you the Cowboys would, the varsity, I don't think anyone would call that arrogance i'm trying to be uh, funny not arrogant i yeah, realize you know
2: what like i was trying to be funny showing that my fantasy team is up on yours 10 nothing and that's yet not you even take the same, it as arrogance
1: that's not this that's that is being that is, the, is currently that's, that's no that 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 is is, currently that's currently the arrogant, score yeah, that's arrogance this not, is
2: yeah. currently the fact if you go on our app right now, but, you but will see like, the thing is nobody
1: knows about this. Yeah. Everyone knows that Dallas is playing on a Monday night, so but not they knows say that. But not no everyone, everyone knows, knows the personal not, stuff. not
2: everyone knows that Dallas is the varsity until you say it, and then it sounds arrogant. So see the you varsity think, just no. happens
1: to play after the JV. So all, all,
2: I'm, all I'm doing is I'm just trying to be funny here. Okay. <laughs> okay. well <laughs> How does that work
1: for you? It doesn't in this particular yeah, it case. Doesn't. Does it not? Yeah.
2: Suddenly, shoe on the other foot. I don't Not think so it's, funny I don't think it's the same thing, but sure if it gets yeah, you through the no, okay. we'll, at we'll, we'll least with at least at least I should let everyone know for context there's eleven points that can be had, so we're tied in one category
4: like I'm a clown
3: I amuse
2: you, you Thank you okay. <laughs> back to the phone lines here uh let's go to Lonnie in Los Angeles what's up Lonnie? you've been hanging on for a while
3: yeah man how you doing um uh, look my my groundhog day fantasy yes, is super Bowl Super Bowl 20. Super Bowl 20. Okay. When the Chicago Bears destroyed the New England Patriots. now And because of, and because of that, yes. I would do anything for Coach Dicker because of that. I would go to hell for Coach Dicker wearing a gasoline jacket, <laughs> smoking a cigar, and eating a pork chop sandwich.
2: <laughs> this side of you we love this side Just of you Lonnie love. we love the bear side of you but you know again because this is a groundhog day movie that after a while you would try to affect something differently you would at one point get get the ball to Walter Payton at least one time when you relive oh, that yeah. he scores at, a touchdown at least one time. You're pass. Right? okay let's make sure of that thanks for the call Lonnie I appreciate you hanging I out know. for as long as you did that is still by the
4: way travesty
2: I I mean, I know the fridge was such a phenomenon. You're giving him the football and Walter Payton's in this game finally, and you are absolutely going to win it because you're trouncing Raymond Berry's Patriots in the Superdome, and you don't give it a Walter Payton? Come on, man. That is travesty's word for it. Uh, Let's go to um, Robin in Newport Beach. Let's take your call here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Robin?
3: Hey, how you doing, man? What's up? I'll tell you what. Yes. Um, I think you might get this thing wrong, but the onus of the Groundhog Day is to change the past, not to relive it. Okay. That's what Bill Murray did. I was a kid, and, I, uh, and season tickets to the Chargers in 1963. My worst memory ever was the holy Roll, the Holy Roller. September tenth, nineteen seventy eight at the old Murph. And uh Murph was one of the my favorite uh sports writers and it just killed me and all those uh rules have been changed yes, they have. now. Yep. And I it, I'd like to change that. And if you look at the ESPN, uh highlights of it, it was me and my dad walking out, my dad says, We got this and everything And we walked out, and we're above the thing. Now Mm. the stand's in there, and they have a photo of me going like that. We Mm. didn't talk all the way back to the
2: bus (laughs) Robin, thanks for the call. greatly appreciate it. It's Robin in (laughs) Newport Beach. I'm sorry. I can't leave this alone, but I have to push back here. The story of Groundhog Day is not to change the past. It's about changing your past ways. To get through the day and change your future path because you become a better person by reliving the same day over and over again. It's changing your past ways, your bad habits, becoming a better person so the future is brighter. Tell me I'm wrong. Please. I I think that's correct. That's what the movie Groundhog Day is about. Yeah, so he becomes a better
0: person at again. That's what it's about. Yeah, he becomes a better person again.
2: Take a look, just for, for instance, Bill, just Bill Murray plays a weatherman who is too big for his britches, mm-hmm. feels that his station in life is bigger than his actual station in life, and has no self awareness and is an a hole to a lot of people around. So just imagine if they redo Groundhog Day. And it's Skip Bayless starring in it.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Okay. And Shots so, fired. Let's well, go. I mean, just... I don't work Let's with the go. man. I've just, you know, heard a thing or two. And you... This is, this is that type of person that you see on the air. Okay? And Skip has to relive the day that would be what? LeBron winning a championship, right? Or Dallas losing one. Like, he's got to relive that over and over and over again until he becomes... A better person who doesn't watch a football game at age 71 and take somebody's jersey and ball it up, even though this guy's half his age, and perform art by throwing it in the trash can. And then finally, he gets through the day and he's a better person for it. And the future is brighter. Right? I think. I, I just described need a score what Groundhog Day that, yeah, is, I mean, it. right? I mean, that's Groundhog Day 2. Well, you can't really have a sequel to something that's already over that you've relived and it's now over, unless it's somebody else reliving a day. Did I just describe it? According Am I to, wrong?
4: Tell me I'm a little bit off. According here. to whatculture.com, Bill Murray spent about 33 years reliving the same day. Is that
2: right? Yeah. Okay.
4: About 12,000 days.
2: So almost as long as it's been since Dallas has been in the NFC Championship game again. (laughs) See, I'm already writing the script for Skip to star in it. Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. The only thing is I don't think Fox is going to produce that one. Or they will because they actually love this sort of stuff. I don't know.
4: 33 years we live in the same day. Are you kidding me? No chance.
2: Eight four four two zero four. rich is the number to it. dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Did I just step in it or what? You guys like it when I work this way, don't you?
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, because they deserve it.
2: Okay. <laughs> I guess. Again, I, I, don't, I don't work or know the guy. I just can only see the persona or whatever. Mike, you see, you see him. Oh, he won't say anything. Mike is suddenly, wait a minute. <laughs> no, wait. I, wait a minute. I'm wait, doing so stuff. I, I'm what, doing what, stuff I mean, for the like, Super Bowl. Wow. What is this? By the way, oh. I only a games
3: lie. at Fox now, so I am not part of any. He's out.
2: I'm out, guys. He's out. I'm a game guy. He's out of this. I'm a game guy. I'm doing the World Baseball Classic coming up. I'm doing Except the Sunday morning football shows that I talk about so much that win Emmys.
4: I'm a game guy.
2: a stats guy and a game guy. I'm a game guy. And for weatherman, pants guy. Don't forget, you said that last week. You're a pants guy. Pants. Weather. Look at you. Stats. Game. It's kind of like you've lived this day over and over and over again. And now that you've changed for the better, you can move on. No, Groundhog Day. Is That's what Groundhog gone. Day is.
4: I've always been a better person.
2: Thank you for Robin for getting me on that jag by, I believe, mischaracterizing what the film is all about. I got you. And the moral of the story is that you can't move on out of your bad ways until you change And then everyone around you, including yourself, is better for it. In other words, winter lasts so long when that shadow of your personality casts so much negativity. (laughs) Spring is the hope that comes out of you changing your ways. That's what Groundhog Day is about. God bless Harold Ramis. What a genius film. Let's take a break right here on The Rich Eisen Show. The rebirth of the the Trey Lance starting career in San Francisco. There will not be a Groundhog Day for Jimmy Garoppolo, apparently.
5: Afford
4: Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about...
2: Monster.com is there to help you with your job hunt. If you're looking to change positions and join a new team, guess what? Monster.com is there for you. Millions of job openings on Monster.com. Great coaching and career advice, too. So you get a strong performance when it counts. Then when you upload your resume to Monster.com, guess what? You can be recruited by employers before they even post their jobs. Yeah, employers are on Monster.com checking out resumes and seeing who's out there before they post their jobs. And then Monster.com specializes in building the right teams for these employers. They know how to match you with those job fits. And when you score the position, Monster.com has a salary calculator that ensures you're paid what you're worth. All the bases are covered. So go to Monster.com and win your job hunt right now. Monster.com. San Francisco 49ers had their season-ending press conference And John Lynch, your general manager, head coach, Kyle Shanahan there. Brady's retired. He's pieced off the chessboard. Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't return in time to be a backup, and we saw what that that led to in the NFC Championship game. Brock Purdy has a reported torn UCL tendon in his throwing elbow. The team insists it does not mean Tommy John surgery which would keep him out, as you know, for a year. They think he can be back for training camp. And Trey Lance, let it be known, that his ankle will be fine well in time for organized team activity. So it looks like it's the Lance and Purdy train the last time that happened. Last summer, they're like, we can't go into the season like this. We need Jimmy Garoppolo. So here we are, kind of back in the same spot. Last time this year, at this point last year, Jimmy Garoppolo knew he was gone. He said goodbye at the NFC Championship Game press conference, the anniversary of which was one year ago Monday. Here we are on Thursday, a year later, and the question was legitimately put to Kyle Shanahan. Okay, so last year it was Garoppolo gone. Lance was, we assume, going to get the job. You went and you drafted a kid with the last pick in the draft who wound up being an Offensive Rookie of the Year finalist in just six starts, five starts, so what now? And here was the answer from Kyle Shanahan.
4: I know we have two starters on our team right now that I believe we can win with. Um, so when you have that situation, you're not that eager to go looking
5: around. I wish you guys could see Jimmy being back, and if so, what, what would that look
4: like? No, I don't see any scenario of that. Yeah, no, I
2: gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> We mean Garoppolo. Yeah, I know. Gotcha. (laughs) We were here before. Gotcha. There was no scenario. None. Not a scenario. And then he got hurt. Couldn't be traded. Then he was still around. And we're looking around. Yeah, Groundhog Day is right. We're looking around and and maybe you want to stick around because we can't go in with the last pick in the draft backing up a guy who's never done it for a full year. It's unbelievable. Do you remember... The first week of Lance's first year, the whole conversation about the 49ers quarterback situation was, what's going to happen if Garoppolo gives way to Lance in the middle of a drive? You're going to actually switch up in the middle of a drive? He's going to be a red zone closer, and Jimmy G's going to be between your red zone quarterback? And that's what happened in game one, if you remember. The first touchdown pass of the season was Lance in the red zone. They brought him in. And it's just like, how's this going to work? And the smash cut to two NFC Championship game appearances and losses later, during which it was like, how the hell did it have to work that way against the Eagles? Now here it is. Lance, we believe he's going to be healthy. And Purdy, we believe he's going to be healthy. And we absolutely believe Garoppolo's not going to come back no matter what. It's unreal how this team's quarterback situation takes twists and turns. And in the meantime, around this situation is a ready-to-win-a-Super Bowl roster right now. Right now. And they say they don't want to bring in a veteran either. I don't know what that means. I mean, Because if you think about it, who is the veteran you're going to bring in? It's going to be somebody who's going to want to start. Or thinks they can start. What are you going to bring in, Matt Ryan?
4: Right. No.
2: I mean, who's the veteran that that be? It's the end of the career that would accept a backup role. Would even Matt do that? Of course not.
4: No, I could see Matt retiring.
2: Or Matt's like clearly knows Shanahan's system. Why wouldn't Matt just give it one last shot
4: to compete? Not co- to compete,
2: a- but he won't. Uh, he won't win the job.
4: I don't know. What if he does?
2: <laughs> well, then, roll it out again and hope that you have more than a 28-3 to 3 lead in the game that you want to win. Yeah. I'm sorry to say it that way, but you can't sit there and go, Ryan can't run a Shanahan offense. Well, yeah, he can. He can win an MVP in that offense. I don't know, man. Crazier things have happened, and to this team's quarterback room.
4: I mean, we had 70 starting quarterbacks in the league this year. Correct. Bananas.
2: Matt Ryan was a starter. Then he was benched. Then he was not even going to play at all. Then he was resurrected. Then he was benched like he's not going to play at all. <laughs> that was his season. You and I don't have time left in this show to talk about the Niners quarterback journey this year. Crazy. Fantasy man.
4: projections for next year. Trey Lance, 15th over. There you
2: go. Well, we'll ask him as our first scheduled guest at the Super Bowl next week on Wednesday. But that's it for this Thursday show. Thanks to Rick Stroud and Mike Pereira and you for chiming in on your Groundhog Day stories. We'll have one more shot to get one of those in on uh, Roku to wrap up this show. But we are see you on Friday. Otherwise.